Lose 50 kilos and fulfill your lifelong dream of becoming a YouTube star by taking up extreme parkour. That's why you're here. This isn't a radio show. It's a spiritual journey to help you live your best life. It can't help you achieve any of your goals, but it will make you much, much, much better at sex. Welcome to Radio Chaser. Oh, yes, indeed. Welcome back. We have Andrew Hanson, Charles Firth, Zoe Norton Lodge and me, Dom Knight. On the show today, we're looking for Sydney's criminal kids who swipe stuff. Will anyone pay money for a shout-out from Charles Firth? And I'm really looking forward to this. Lots of craptastic products from the future. It's all coming up. So, guys, did you watch The Masked Singer last night? Well, look, I haven't been able to, to bring myself, because I've read the headlines, Zoe, uh-huh. about you know who's been revealed in the past. Uh-huh. And that has driven me so far away from a television. I've actually thrown my television out. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's a hard sell for me to spend, what, half an hour, an hour, when the big reveal is, oh, it's Nikki Webster. <laughs> well, yeah, well, but, like, you're statistically the only people in the country, I think, who, who didn't watch it. Like, mm. o- um, over a million mm. people have watched every episode. It's which amazing, is, isn't which it? Which, in this day and age, is, is quite incredible. It's like three million in 90s figures. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah, exactly. But, you know, I mean, it has been such a massive hit for Channel 10 that decided to sort of augment their entire lineup. If you love The Masked Singer, you'll love Channel 10's new lineup. First up, The Masked Bachelor. Um, robot, I really like you and everything, but I'd be more comfortable if I could see your face or, I don't know, some ID. No! And to prove your feelings, we're going to jump out of this plane. Ow! Yeah, uh, we were just sitting on the couch. Well, I can't see bugger all in this mask. Masked Masterchef. Mm. Uh, this is rather more eggshell than I would normally ingest. Mm. But given you are in a cumbersome alien costume with limited sight and use of hands, mm. seven out of ten. Matt Preston, didn't you quit? I'm not Matt Preston, I am the octopus. Masked the news. And firefighters say they now have the blaze under control. Giant prawn, ten news. Masked neighbours. One day I'm going to figure out who the mysterious man is behind this toad mask. It's it's me, it's Toad. Masked Studio 10. And today we reveal who is behind the weasel mask. Oh, sorry, wait, that's just Joe Hildebrand. Channel 10's new masks lineup. To make it even maskier, we've superimposed a giant parrot mask over every single program. Radio Chaser on Triple M. Charles Firth, while we were away, was on a viral video that someone else wrote. But anyway, he's very proud of himself. Um, How many hits is it now, Charles? How many hits have you got? Over 18 million hits. So almost getting up to the whole population of Australia. It's the biggest thing anyone has ever done. And we thought, given that Charles is so famous, he should go on this site called Cameo.com, where celebrities uh, give shout-outs in return for money. For instance, you can pay to get Stormy Daniels to say good day to your mate or whatever, and it, it, it might sound like this. Hi, Bonnie. Hi, Peter. Stormy Daniels here to wish Peter a very happy 50th birthday. Yeah, so Charles, you still haven't signed up, have you? I, I haven't signed up, but, I mean, who would you prefer, me or Stormy Daniels? <laughs> well, look, I mean, if we're going to pay somebody to do something to me, it would not be you. But, I mean, the, the question for me is, you know, what can you offer on this cameo? Are you going to be good at it? Yeah, look, the bar's been set pretty high because not only is Stormy on it, but closer to home, 
Our very own MG uh, is on it. This is a, a, a great service from a great man. Listen to this. Uh, g'day, it's MG here, and I am pumped to be part of the Cameo family. <laughs> Cameo. So yeah, there you go. Roll. So Triple M's already on Cameo. Yeah. So, do you think Charles is up person, to it, though? A good person from Triple M is on. I'm not, not going to cast any aspersions on MG, and neither are you, Andrew, but mainly because you're just scared of him. Because well, he's really yeah, tall. Absolutely terrified yeah. of him. I, I, in fact, I've, I've ordered 12 cameo videos from MG just this morning, just, just so that he likes me. Well, look, yeah. given that Charles reckons he can mix it on cameo with the big guys, shall we test him out? What do you think? Yeah, I was. Yeah, do you reckon, do you, will you do one for us now, Charles, if I just ask, if I make a request now? Well, how, how much how much are you going to pay me? Well, this is like a test. This is a free ad. Like, you think yeah. you're good. Okay. So all of Sydney can hear this. And if you pull this off, you might actually end up with a decent, you know, cameo thing going on if you don't. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. all right. I want you to send, I want you to send me a cameo. I want you to send me a, um, uh, a happy birthday message to my grandmother. Oh, okay. Right here. What's your grandma's name? Helen. She she actually uh, really terrifyingly listens to the show. So, hello, Helen, babe. <laughs> Just wishing you a happy birthday from the Charles Meister. <laughs> And I've already oh, asked for a refund. I thought okay. the point was you're supposed to sound like yourself. Yeah, that's <laughs> very odd. That's like, you should do those for free. Okay, how about something a little it's bit terrible. more challenging, Charles? Um, I'm in hospital. I'm suffering from anal warts. They're very itchy. And you Amazing. need to make me feel that you understand and to try and cheer me up. Hi, Dom. Sorry to hear about your anal warts. Um, I've had them too over the years, so uh, I know what you're going through. <laughs> um, good luck and... Uh, have a good time. Um, I hope uh, you have really cute nurses. And see, like, I feel like I should have been paid to listen to that crap. <laughs> have a good yeah, time. That was Who's, bad. What, okay, Andrew, can you come up with anything just to stretch Charles, see if he's any good? Okay. So, okay. Well, look, look my entire family just, just drowned in an iceberg-related <laughs> accident. Uh, this will so be good. I, I'm, I'm grieving, and I'd like you to send me a cameo. Andrew, I, I heard the, the terrible news um, about your iceberg-related... This is terrible so far. <laughs> this is such a bad cameo so far. I, I mean, I'm switching off and demanding a refund already. Now, keep going. Um, and um, I'm, I'm really sorry to hear about it. This is hopeless. And you know what, and... Charles? If you can charge per um, you might actually make some money out of this thing. Triple M, Radio Chaser. So, look, as you guys know, I've got um, I've got a little boy at home, and we, we've done our best not to kind of really, you know, push gendered stuff on him, push boy stuff on him. You know, yeah. it's 2019. Let him do it. He's obsessed with cars. Like, utterly, oh. <laughs> completely obsessed with cars. We hardly have yeah. any in the house. Like, I bought him, like, he's got this little kitchen set up in his room. Just he, anything that's got <laughs> wheels, he points at it and says car to the point where when we're walking down the street, we live on kind of a busy road, he goes car, 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 car to every car. My daughter does that, though, in terms of challenging gender stereotypes. Oh, that's good. Yeah, Your daughter's yeah. also really annoying. That's great to know. <laughs> yeah, she but, is. So... Look, that's one thing, and look, that's maybe a bit of a problem we have to deal with down the track. Especially, I mean, and the irony, I learned how to drive like a year and a half ago. I'm like the least car person in the world. But it's become a little bit of a problem now because he's started to nick cars. And I don't <laughs> mean... Is he doing Fast and the Furious or something? I don't mean like, you know, like hot wiring a car. Like, But like everywhere we go, if we go to like somebody's house or a daycare or whatever... He can't. He always squirrels a little car, like a matchbox car, a little toy car oh, so his, away. So his hot wheels are actually hot. Uh, yeah, and I discover it at home, and I'm so embarrassed. And I've got to kind of sneak it. So I'm constantly in this process of apologising and returning, <laughs> um, 
returning stolen cars. <laughs> and I will just oh. say, my kid is he's 18 months old. And I thought, you know, <laughs> it's a bit young to start a life of crime, isn't it? Have you, I mean, do you, do you, like, is this a thing? Like, child stealing investigation? Zoe. Is CSI. it like an episode of. CSI. <laughs> there you go. I'm sure there's I mean, other kids on one triple three five three. If you've got one, uh, you want to talk about my daughter. Is yeah, so not have similar. you have your do your kids ever steal things, and do you have to return them embarrassed, or do you have another strategy? Yeah, my daughter steals uh, bunnies, so she loves stuffed toy bunnies. But at the childcare centre, it's genuinely awkward because there's a few, and they generally try and share them around. If she sees anyone else pick one up. She runs in there at high speed and grabs it off them. It's become, they've started videoing it and sending it to all the parents because she's like a bunny thief. Oh, so she's actually caught on CCTV, like kids CCTV stealing. Yeah, there's this lovely video of a little kid picking up a bunny and going, oh, bunny. Then my my daughter just goes zoom into the the frame and just grabs it. And how do you deal with it? What do you? Oh, look, I I, I applaud it. Oh, well, I'm very I mean, proud I think of I need your kids. From your kids else. are both turds. <laughs> this is not normal behavior. My kid has never stolen anything. Like, if you have a proper kid, they don't <laughs> run and steal stuff. I, I've got to agree with Andrew here. I think this oh, reflects no. very badly on the parents. It does oh, really? amazingly badly on on Zoe and Don. Oh come like, on, one triple three five three. You call me. Has your kid ever stolen something that you've had to return? Yes, and we've got Tanya from Medigong. Hi, how are you? Good, good. What, what? Tell, am I alone? What's going on? No, your child is perfectly normal. Don't oh, stress. Thank you. I've got five, and one in particular actually decided to steal a furniture pen. I don't even know what that is. A furniture pen is something where if you get scratches on your furniture, you can actually match up the colour. Oh, well, that seems like quite and a helpful thing is. to steal. <laughs> yes, it was quite helpful. Especially if you've got five and kids running why. around. Yes, she just said she wanted to colour in. Are you running I think some sort of something olive... out of the store, and there was nothing interesting except for this pen? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so you need to take her to better shops. Is that will that will that fix the problem? But also, Not I mean, I'm a bit, I'm a bit worried though, <laughs> Tanya. I'm a bit worried because one, well, only one in five is a, is a thief. Is that right? So is that that's kind of bad odds? <laughs> no, no. Are they all thieves? No, it wasn't one. No, oh. not all of them. Three. Oh, three out of five. Okay, cool. I'm happy oh, to be well. in the majority. Well, th- I feel a little bit better. Thanks, Tanya. Yeah, look, I wish my daughter was stolen more useful things to, for, for DIY. Blake in Sydney, what does your kid steal? Blake. Yeah, mate, how you going? Yeah, tell us about your kid. Uh, it wasn't my kid, it was me, actually. Um, <laughs> I remember I was about seven, six or seven, or I might have been eight, and I stole some milk money. And uh, my father found out. My father was pretty good mates with the local policeman. So he phoned the policeman up, put me in the back of the car, took me up to the police station, and the copper came out there, handcuffed me, dragged me into the station and threw me in a cell for about four hours and I bawled my eyes out. Oh, what? So, Blake, Blake, should... Should we organise to do that with my 18-month-old? <laughs> probably, probably. <laughs> All right, let's go to Nathan. Nathan, what did your kid, uh, Nick, or what did you, Nick, as a kid? Uh, hello? Yeah, mate, What? Uh, tell us about the, st- the stealing kid, whoever it was. Uh, my son actually stole a stuffed toy from uh, Big W. Ooh. Yeah, right. What was happened? it a, was it a big one? Did he manage to sneak it away? I mean, that seems like quite a difficult <laughs> thing to steal. That might be quite an advanced child. Uh, it was just a little one. He was uh, about four years old. Um, he stole it, and I didn't find out till I got home. Till my daughter actually said that he had a uh, a new stuffed toy. 
<laughs> oh, what was the toy? Do you, do you remember what it was? Uh, no, I can't quite remember. But I made him uh, take all his money out of his money box and drove back to the shops to... Uh, Oh, very nice. Let's go to Sean in, in Penrith. Sean, we're looking for kids at Nick stuff. What's your story? Yeah, mate, when the kids were young, um, they'd just grab a DVD, and if they made it past the checkout chick, it was all theirs. <laughs> all right. Now, was it, was it the, the kids putting the DVDs in the pram, Sean? That's my question. Um, yeah. Of course it was. Yeah, right. So all, all right. So that, that, so all your favourite movies, no doubt. You got? Did you get Die Hard? Wicked at Bernie's. Get, yeah. Could have opened a DVD <laughs> shop. All right, who's getting the hundred bucks? What do we think, guys? Oh, I reckon it's got to go to to Blake. He's got to be. He's got to get a reward so. finally for being arrested as a seven year old. Yeah, congrats, yes. Blake. You're off to the Bavarian all uh, for Oktoberfest. Nice one. Thanks, Mike. Now, guys, camera angles in sport, right? They 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 they're always desperate for new, interesting camera angles. In sport, aren't they? It's, mm. it's the big. It's at the cutting edge of tech, basically, isn't it? What, what have we got, Charles? You watch sport? Hawkeye. That's one of them, isn't it? Yeah, and you got um, the one on the um, Spider Cam. Spider Cam. Spider Cam. All this sort of stuff. Well, look, look, these camera guys have come up with the most extraordinary new camera angle, and this is happening at the World Athletics Championships right now in Doha, right? Which is mostly sort of running races and athletics and things. They've put cameras on the starting blocks. So, of the running race. So, they're on the ground, these cameras, <laughs> and they're right behind where the, where the athletes stand on their marks, get, set, go, right? And the athletes are, you know, squatting down, ready to race. And these, these starting block cameras are right there, just behind them. Now, uh, it, it's, it's fair to say that this has resulted in one or two complaints uh, from the athletes involved. Um, and Because the cameras promised initially to, quote, provide innovative angles. Um, <laughs> But in the end, what they did was just show the runners' asses. Um, so, look, it's a bit of an issue. And, uh, and I've got to say, the cameraman in charge was reprimanded very severely. Take a listen. Come in. Uh, Madam CEO, I, I, I am so sorry. And so you should be. Look, none of us predicted there'd be any issues with those new starting block cameras. You didn't predict? Uh, no. You didn't predict that pointing a camera directly at a runner's ass would film a runner's ass. Well, I'm not Nostradamus. Do you know how a camera works? I do now. Uh, are, you, are you telling me you've been sitting at the starting block just filming asses? No, no. I also got very good shots of the runner's knobs at the finish line. Oh, I'm, I'm posting you to a different sport. Oh, which one? The NRL. They actually need someone like you to film the next WhatsApp video. Radio Chaser. Triple M. Welcome to the future. It's the future. That's right. This is where we review really high-tech gadgets that, that, are, that are actually available now. And today we're going to review a piece of tech that, that you really need because it helps you with something really hard. Drinking water is not that hard, but seriously, as the day goes on, we always forget. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the scenario, the oh. problem that we all have, we all know it. Oh, yeah. We forget to drink water. I would have the best intentions of drinking that full glass of water that I just set beside me as I work, but as the day ticks on, that water just doesn't seem to be going down. <laughs> yeah, so, so it's a Bluetooth-connected water bottle. It's got an app. It's called, it's called the Hydrate Spark. Um, but but what, what does the Hydrate Spark do? It, nothing life-changing, surely. And this is where the Hydrate Spark water bottle comes in and changes your life. It actually completely changed mine. 
Yeah, okay. So change your life by making you drink water. Yeah. Yeah. It would change your life if you were dying of thirst. Yeah, if you had no thirst reflex to tell you you wanted some water. Yeah, no, no, yeah. Because people in America don't have thirst reflexes anymore. It's it's actually just the Bluetooth sort of thing. So so how does it it actually work? Remember that problem of not drinking the water that you've placed right beside you for the day? (laughs) Solved. And no, not just by notifications on your phone, which it does that too. And funny ones, I might add. Funny ones. So so funny, there's funny notifications. So the only one that they give the example of is... The notification says, to drink or not to drink? That is the question. Oh, sorry, this only works if you've already remembered to pour yourself a glass of water and placed it beside you. Like yeah, you've yeah. got to get that far in the remembering. <laughs> in, and then in, it will do a, the bit to remember to put it inside your mouth. In a $70 bottle of water. <laughs> yeah. A $70 bottle. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, you would remember. Yeah. Like, imagine if you spent 70 bucks, you'd be drinking that bloody water all day, every day. <laughs> To get the value. Anyway, I just want to find out why what the what the thinking is behind having funny notifications. You know, because if things are funny or cute when they're reminding you about water intake, you actually enjoy seeing them and take action. Yeah, this is very funny, Charles. It's working. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so but it's not just if you're if you're buying the seventy dollar bottle, it's not just about the mobile phone notifications, right? right. This And this is what makes it special. This bottle gives you a visual reminder to quench your thirst with a beautiful glow. Yes. Okay. So, what does that mean? So it glow, it, it, there's actually got LED lights inside I the don't think I don't think water is supposed to glow. <laughs> You've all seen yeah. Chernobyl. I think it would be less appetising, actually. Like my glowing... Well, excuse me, I'll just take a sip of my glowing water. <laughs> it's, a, it's not going to happen. But, no, but the other reason why it's really important to, to have it in a Bluetooth app, right, mm. is because it allows your water drinking to be more competitive. Add friends that have the hydrate bottle to compete with. <laughs> Gamification what? of Sorry. water drinking. What? So you could, so it's like, so, oh, look, Charles, look at my water, my glowing water. I drink more glowing water than you with more funny notifications. That's right. You is, can that, actually, is that what our relationship becomes? Yeah, so you see, you can see what your friends are drinking and then you drink more and then it's like a drink sport. I think you've just described a friendship group that's even lamer than my <laughs> high school friendship. <laughs> a drink, drink sport, Charles, or it's, they're also known water sports. Mm. Anyway, so uh, uh, just show of hands here, who who actually thinks that this is a, a very useful product? Like who? Yeah, I mean, it is radio, Charles. Should we do a different method? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, round the table, who who thinks this is a useful idea? Well, look, I, you know, I, the problem I can see with it is if you switch your notifications off, then you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well. You know, some people do pour scorn in this product, and and she doesn't want to judge those. So no judging if you're one of the special ones that doesn't require anything to remind you throughout the day to drink your water, because (laughs) in my book, you're one of the special ones. Yeah, check. One of the special ones. Special ones like the the entire human race who've somehow survived to this very day (laughs) (laughs) without this product. So So 70 bucks Australian. Would you would you drink it? Why would you drink? Would you buy it? No. What? Are you, why no. are you asking that? No. No. Because it's helped keep me accountable of the goals that I've set for myself for the year. Wow. Yeah. Dream bigger. Have better goals, lady. <laughs> <laughs> the hydrate spark. You can actually buy it on Amazon. 
um, where there is also a whole lot of uh, reviews. Um, now, 30% of the reviews for this high-tech water bottle are one star. <laughs> There's only three problems with the bottle. So first of all, um, consistently everyone reports that the glow, you remember the glow? Mm. How could I forget? When to, when to drink. It just doesn't work. Uh, <laughs> well, that's good. I, I don't want the glow yeah. in my, in my yeah, water. It's like that's a good. regular good yeah. water bottle in that regard. Okay, well, there you go. Then the other thing is that the battery is a special, it's like a watch battery. It costs $8 and it runs out once a week. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then the last one, small problem, tiny little problem, which yeah. is it's apparently deeply inaccurate as, oh. a, as a measure of how much water that you, you have sipped. So the whole point is, it's supposed to measure how much water you sipped, and it, it doesn't calibrate to within like. <laughs> Half a litre. But it's, I mean, it's good that it has all those problems because yeah. it's a punishment for the people who bought it. I wonder if they could have got it powered by hydroelectricity. <laughs> Imagine buying it, though, and then bothering to submit the review. Like, you know, I expected yeah. such high things. Yeah, exactly. The review was, I, I, let, I let it sit for two hours while I went to a meeting. I came back and it said I had drank three bottles of water. <laughs> I think we've solved your Christmas present, Charles. <laughs> Triple M Radio Chaser.